This week, Tony and I discuss intention setting and understanding how intentions are different from goals. And we also talk about something I've stripped back, um, inspired by Tony at the end. Um, It's a bit of a meandering conversation this week, but I think we'll find it pretty interesting. Are you a person who has been a little too successful at creating a career, living your ethos as a family-centered person, studying, hustling, or grinding? When we do things a little too successfully, we become so busy and overwhelmed and can feel like something has to give. Some things are non-negotiable, but what if we told you there were plenty of ways to strip back and detox your life? Simple changes to kick the chemicals, habits, food, and mindsets that are toxic to you. Come with us, reduce the decision fatigue, take small steps to less consumerism and more creating. It's time to strip back. Hey, guys. Hello. Welcome back to another episode, Strip Back. And this week we're talking about intentions and setting intentions and why they're important to fulfilling your goals and other things in life and can really influence so much. Most definitely. I guess, um, yeah, this sort of leads on nicely from last week. We did talk a little bit about, you know, um, not so much karma but reincarnation and intention and, yeah, just how we interact with everyone around us and everything around us. Absolutely. Um is it, it's not really something that you, I don't think in the past has been really just like taught to kids or as a life school, but I think it's really important. Me too. Um, so when do you think around the time that you first sort of became aware of setting intentions um, or became aware that it could influence like your behaviours and your feelings and thoughts? So honestly, <laughs> I think... Um, I think I was a lot more evolved as a teenager when we're, you know, more curious about, you know, life and or I certainly was a lot more curious and, you know, trying to understand what it's all about and did an awful lot of reading and that's sort of where a lot of my foundation was made and then, as I've said before, you know, life gets busy, I kind of get caught up or I did get caught up and I get a job, do this, do that, blah, 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 blah. And I kind of lost, you know, lost my way, lost my focus, whatever. And then um, as as I've gotten a bit older, I've sort of come back to, uh, you know, it's always it's always been there, you know, understanding that everybody has their own set of life experiences and that we're all coming from different places and, accepting and understanding that about everybody around you um, and that helps you to, you know, um, interact better with the universe. Yeah. So I think that you've said something like two important things there um, to do with your own intention and then being aware that other people or that other people have intentions as well and, um, or set intentions that may not be aligned and, with yours. Yeah, and they may not even be aware of their intentions. 
Right. You know, so like we all being really unconscious about how they're interacting with people and their yeah. effect on them. Yep. Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. And I was um, probably in my late teens when I first became aware of this and read a book called, it was the first self-help book I'd ever read and it was um, Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. Oh, my goodness gracious, yes, I read that one too. And it was so amazing and, yeah, it and it set me on an actual course of um, – Permanent self-development, I would say, um, most of the time uh, when, I'm, when I wasn't actively like self-sabotaging and trying to avoid actually having to look at myself. But that book was definitely, and that was very focused on affirmations, but it was the first time that anyone had ever suggested to me that I could, um, I could actually change and set intentions by what I thought and what I did and introduced me to the concept that thoughts um, are a form of like can be poisonous to us or, yeah. And I I had, I didn't know that up until that point, I really believed or was taught um, that whatever came into your head, that thought could be true um, and didn't really understand about how I could challenge that or create new intentions for the day by using um, positive affirmations. Um, so, okay, so, well, that's, I guess that's the thing is people want to understand why they're important. And um, from my personal experience has been the fact that I've been able to do full 180s in my life by by being bringing awareness to intention and setting intentions. So, um, and usually I've been forced to do that in times when I've felt very stuck or lost or unhappy. Um, has that been the same sort of experience for you with intention setting? Most definitely. And, again, most recently um, I've had to, yeah, you can kind of find yourself in a very, it's very easy to run with, you know, negative and, um, you know, it's very easy to to spiral and, um I guess effectively think the whole world is out to get you kind of thing when in reality, reality, it's not really. (laughs) But it's easy to fall into that trap. Kindness and coolness that comes through when I'm not being very uh, mindful of intention setting. (laughs) That's my personal experience. So, yeah. Um. So I guess that's for anyone who's listening who's looking like on here because they're looking to make improvements in their life. I guess that that's um, so important to know that we can start to do things by setting intentions. And I guess we should really talk about the steps or the nitty-gritty. If you're going to do it in a more formal way, we need to talk about how honestly, whether you – if you are not consciously creating intention – um, you are running on pre-programming, probably from childhood, and um, or or coping um, yeah. strategies you've developed through teenage years or early adulthood, um, depending on your life experience. So I guess that's something really important. If someone's never thought about intention before, intention, just being aware that you are acting with intention even if you don't realise it. So you need yep. to bring awareness to 
what your intention is. And that can be hard. Like it can be, it can mm-hmm. be scary, I think. And it's, you know, it's something to acknowledge that it's, you know, it's okay to, you know, want, um, yeah, it's okay to want more for yourself, like to, to be happy within yourself and to, you know, project that outwardly, like to challenge that within yeah. yourself. So, yeah, if your intention is um, to change or gain something, um, you will be you will feel blocked about creating mindful intention if um you um oh, my brain um if you're not aware or if you don't if you have feelings of being unworthy that so that's a really good yep. point that you've just really touched on there is feelings of worthiness uh, uh, being yes. allowing yourself to want things and then yep. allowing those things to come to you or to take the actions that move you in direction to the, the, whatever it is that want or need is. So we're really yeah, going back to those real early steps of stuff, like of change. And I think, you know, this comes back to, again, you know, the, the different forms of journaling that we've talked about because that's, you know, identifying those things and yeah, knowing, yeah. Worthiness, self-worthiness, that's such a big thing. Absolutely. The denial, the self-denial or people who are so generous with their time and kindness and stuff to others can sometimes be um, so lacking in generosity to themselves or the way they speak to each other uh, themselves that they would never speak like that to someone else. So, yeah. yeah, so we're really, that is, it is a really nice organic progression through the journaling. The journaling when you something's not right in your life but you're not sure where to make those changes, um, that reflective, um, either reflective journaling or bullet point journaling that provides that retrospective space to look back and go, oh, look at that, I'm starting to see some patterns or themes emerging. That's why it's so important that you're consistent with your journaling. Um and then recognizing that you may have a lack of intent towards the things that you think that you want or you're actively your your intention because it's so subconscious and it's tied up to feelings of being unworthy are, are pulling you and driving behaviors that are um drawing you through to, towards the things you don't want exactly oh. yeah <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about, and I know you would be the same, I, unless I'm in a real pickle emotionally or feeling that real, like you said, that downward spiral, I don't really spend a lot of time being um, doing formalised intentions that I usually have to get to that point to make it, to go, wait a minute, I need to write this down. What's going on? What am I doing? Which, why am I moving? What direction am I purposefully moving towards? Um, but we, so let's talk about how someone like if they were listening could do that. Well, one of the, one of the simple ones that I use is, you know, when I do my journaling in the morning, I set my, you know, my, I have my gratitude and then, um, you know, set my three really simple things. I guess it's like setting intention for the day, you know, like, um, 
that, you know, greet greet everybody with a smile, greet with kindness or just, I, for me, I'm just at that point of just being nice and simple again at the moment. Um, and that's, yeah, you're going yeah. right back to those basics of, Yep. And the thing is, is it's as basic it is, as it is, it's never not important. And, God, it's when we're feeling that at our worst, it definitely is what draws us into that right. You have to get simple because you're in a mess, like emotionally. It has to be those simple little steps. Stripping back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stripping back to, yeah, because there's sometimes – for me, a huge disconnect between the person I want to be seen as or though I want to be and the person I actually am in my – and the person that you actually are, I think, I, I can have the loftiest of ambitions for myself and, you know, I, I'm so kind and I'm so giving and I'm this and I'm that that I would like to think of myself but then spend a whole 24-hour period – being a total bitch or not being not not living that but yet if someone yeah. night jumped on this call and said so Brooke what do you think you're like and I'm like oh well I'm like really compassionate but you know I've shown no compassion that day <laughs> because of because of how I felt or whatever so yeah I think I don't know I just think that you I think you might be onto something with the daily intentions that might be where I'm going wrong that I'm not doing it frequently enough Leaving it till I'm in a big mess to start set, intention setting is probably, or twice a year when I do my vision board, is probably too long between this. between drinks, <laughs> <laughs> so to speak. How often do you look at your vision board? <laughs> um, it's on. I, I well, I feel rather clever. What I do is, um, I have it. I do an electronic one, so I open a, I open a word document because I am not paper crafty at all um so I had to do it for a uh like it was a professional development thing and I started making an electronic one so I would I open a word document I just copy and paste photos or you know infographics or whatever that supports the stuff on my vision board and then I set that document as um my desktop background I like that idea. That's excellent. Whereas, see, I've always done the cut them out and or print them, cut them out and do like the actual um, paper version and have that in my um, makeshift office. Yeah. But well, I that's... do like the screensaver idea. Yeah, that's well, excellent. I guess if you still love doing the paper stuff, you could do it and take a photo and use that photo as your background on your computer so you have it in multiple places. Um, I'm just never been... Um, that way inclined with the craftiness, like the last probably actual craft I probably did I, with paper stuff would be covering my school books in the 90s, you know, like cutting out a dolly magazine. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> which my sisters and I took very seriously. Um, awesome. Well, that was always, that was the best, well, that's what I always found the best part, getting ready for the new year, yeah. you know, <laughs> setting the intention. <laughs> Maybe that's what I need to start doing again, covering covering my, all my journals with, I don't know, I don't even think Dolly's still around, but I'm pretty sure Girlfriend <laughs> Magazine is. Uh, so, 
yeah, so I guess that's a way of setting um, a long-term intention. So short-term daily intentions can be done in your bullet journaling. Long-term um, intention um, can be created with a vision board. And um, uh, I've got a question that just I think we should have a discussion on. What, because I think this is interesting, how do we differentiate between goals and intentions? Are they, do they have elements of the same? What's your oh. thoughts? I know it's a biggie. It's a big question to think it of. It is stuff. a big question. Because I've been today when I knew that after you told me what we were going to be discussing or reminded me because I was forgot, um, <laughs> I was sit, driving in the car and I was really thinking, okay, what, it, what are, how would I define this? And then because it's more than goals. Because your goal might be, I want to drive from my house to Tony's house. That would, that's a goal. But the intention behind my goal could be different. So one intention is I want to drive to Tony's house um, to, because I need to tell her that I miss her and I care about it. That the intention part is that last part, how, yeah. how, how I'm how I'm doing it so if it is totally different to I want to drive to Tony's house because I need to have an argument with her about something that happened last week oh that's that's a very different intention doesn't it yeah and and then (laughs) by saying that out loud when I get in the car the way I operate my vehicle the way I park Mm -hmm. my car out the front of your house is going to be two totally different ways yeah So yes, that this has been this is that was just something I thought about in, in thing and and I and I'm thinking you know people that are listening to this may not have spent a lot of time thinking about intention or they've heard it as this very airy fairy thing. What's the difference? Yeah. So the goal is usually the what, and then the intention is the how. So that's my breakdown of it. <laughs> oh, very much. Um, I think. Um, sorry. Intention. No, no, you're all good. I think. Um, I think like one of the most important things for me with intention is. Yeah, is about that. You know, because I think ultimately we all. I guess we're deep down. We're all looking for you know that. Um, looking for something that's bigger than ourselves when obviously, um, you know, this <laughs> this comes to like, you know, that whole theory of quantum physics and we're all energy, everything is energy and we're all interacting and the intention, you know, that we bring to that, you know, what you put out there. Like a vibration as well. Yeah, it comes back to you, you know. And sometimes... Like you said at the start, you know, not every not everybody is aware of their intention and not everybody, you know, we're not always aligned with our intentions. Like, you know, we may have an, one intention that we, we think we want, but inwardly because we are afraid or whatever, we've actually got a, a second, you know, conflicting intention. Yes. And that can be really hard to um, navigate sometimes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that is so 
well, it's really insightful because it can explain why we feel so torn and why when we, the old human condition of, you know, be careful of your wish, what you wish for, it might come true. You know, that when, mm-hmm. so I, for me, my per, a personal example has been like going for a certain job that I, that I, I, when I first thought about doing, I wanted, I, I didn't, I liked the way that sounded, that job. You know, I liked the way it sounded. I liked telling people I was going for it. And I guess what happened is I, I never, ever thought I would get it. So when I did, I was very surprised. Even when I worked at this job for quite a while, I didn't make an announcement on social media. I didn't tell anyone because I was like, this is going to be all taken away from me at any moment. Then when I got into it and as long as I was not like sort of struggling to find my feet, I felt it was okay because that supported my feeling of not being worthy. But the minute that I started doing well and achieving and being recognised for those achievements, that's when it all started falling apart for me. Mm-hmm. So I, and I, and I remember thinking to myself, how did I get in this mess? How did, how did, how did, how did this happen? You know, like the old thing when people cheat and go, it just happened. We don't like, you know, we just accidentally fell into bed together. <laughs> like Ta-da! these things don't just happen. They, they, they are in intention. So, yeah, I don't know. Whether you acknowledge it or not. Whether you yeah. acknowledge it or not. And how, it, how things end too sometimes can be like, yeah. Now, and when you've got to be able to accept how things are going. Um, like I honestly think deep down I thought I was going to be a failure at that particular job and when I wasn't I then set about to make myself miserable in the job and not succeed because it's not something I actually wanted it was more of a I just wonder if I can do this I don't know strange but I definitely though that that year I didn't spend much time thinking too much about intention funny isn't it I've, yeah, similar sort of thing. I can definitely relate to that. And I think most people probably can. Oh, for sure. Relate, being getting into a relationship and getting really entrenched in it and realising it wasn't what you wanted. Jobs, anything, like so many things. So I guess that brings us back to making sure that we have a deep awareness of intention and if we can shine some light on it and take control of our intentions, um, we can manifest anything. So we manifest almost everything, you know, (laughs) good or bad oftentimes. But um, an intention can guide that. And I guess it's about, you know, Yeah, I think it comes back to your example, like, you know, intention is so important for the simple fact that it's about how you do relate to the world and being kind to yourself, being kind to others, but that starts from being kind to yourself. 
and just that's that's something that we're often not good at no I think that's so true when we're not good at it at all um yes so okay I need to make some kind of action related to this episode because this has definitely been something that's I haven't reassessed for a while. So I'm thinking um, some do some daily intention setting is what I need to do and make it a little bit more consistent. And, yeah. And, oh, and an update from the dreams episode. Still haven't dreamed anything, so I tried doing <laughs> going to sleep like I'm going to remember, I'm going to remember. And I don't know whether I've manifested it, but John's having a lot of incredible dreams, he said. He's having some strange dreams. So I'm thinking, well, you're not supposed to be having them. I'm supposed to be having them. But (laughs) (laughs) But have you two had fun going through a dream journal together and working on that or is that a little too? (laughs) That's definitely not something John's into, but he did say wake up the other day and say, God, I had a strange dream and told me all about it. So it was quite strange. And I bet I did. It did cross my mind. Thing, what you're dreaming? I, I, what? <laughs> so maybe I was a big intention. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I just said, "Oh God, I hope um, we dream or something." And he got the dream, and I didn't. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. Okay. Well, my intention uh, is to. Yeah, so my intention is to continue with my daily um, bullet journaling, so the gratitude and the setting of my little um, goals slash intention. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, yeah, ultimately it is to be to be kind to myself. Yeah. And through being gentle to myself, I hope that that will, you know, enable me to be, to look look upon others with kindness as well. Yeah. I think that that sums up probably mine as well. That would, I'm going to go with that too. Or maybe just I've spent a lot of time self-caring. Maybe it's time to shift that focus for me. Out to a little bit outside to others but we were talking about books last week to that you know for reading and stuff like that yes. so one that i i have actually started is by um oh um it's it's <laughs> here we go it's and i do enjoy saying that i realize i say that quite a lot here but um <laughs> it's one that Oprah winfrey uh, recommended once upon a time on one of her shows, yeah. and it's uh, we'll have the seat of the, the seat of the soul. Oh, really? Mm. And it talks a lot about you know karma and um, life energy and or universal energy and um, intention and just how that all interacts. Oh my god, that sounds incredible! Can I borrow it? Well. I, <laughs> I, like oh, you're I said, I'm, reading I'm, it, aren't you? I'm an I'm an audio type girl, oh, so I like yes. to listen to my books. So. That's fine. Um, yes, I 
I'll, I'll have to have a look. I've got a few books on the go at the moment, so I'm going to tell you what I'm reading. I have The Power of CBD and Essential Oils. Oh, nice. Written by Dr. Oliver Wenker. That's an interesting name. I love it. Yes, it is. Um, yes. Anyway, fascinating. Very, very interesting. Um, uh, Gul, Gul, oh, yeah, I've got to say this wrong. Gulpalil, which is about um, David Gulpalil, the um, actor, Indigenous actor, yeah. very famous in The Walkabout and I think it was even in, uh, but anyway, it's his um, life story biography um so i'm reading that as well but that can be a little bit heavy going so i've been swapping between some a few books and the other one is i'm still reading from is mindset changing the way you think and to fulfill your potential nice. so this is very much the mindset one's very much about growth mindset and moving away from that fixed mindset of oh well i've always been like this or this is just the way things are and so very aligned with what we've been talking about and intention and things like that. Beautiful. Maybe we should start a book club. I think maybe we should. A stretch back book club and we could all talk, read a book and then talk about it or listen to a book. I like that. So I think this is episode what are we on? Number eight at the moment. I think our next series we should do a book club. <gasps> Yes, I think that would be good. We couldn't do that good do it in the beginning because we had no listeners, but we've got a couple of listeners now, so they'll be able to join in as well. We'll be even able to invite them to speak or leave messages. So Amazing. We can discuss. Yeah. That would be so nice to have some listener engagement and yeah, talk to the people that are listening to us. I guess what they do also have to remember if they have any suggestions, anything they'd like to hear us discuss or talk about to contact us on facebook leave us a message um and we're more than happy and and throughout this season we have been guided by what we've um been given feedback about haven't we we have and we're more than happy to change that around so we've only got two episodes left in this season where we'll be really focusing on stripped back i did i have stripped something back in the last week and I have tried to go to a plant-based diet and that has been very interesting. So I'd be curious to know how you feel with that one after a little while. Yeah. I just, it's just been, oh, I'll, I'm hungry. I'll have this. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's not that it's terribly restrictive. It just made me realise, I guess, by 41, how very preset your um like you know like when you like you've got these foods that you eat all the time certain foods like for one that's been hard to not have because I frequently would eat it was yogurt um and it's not that I particularly miss it it's just pure habit like that's been a little bit hard the meat not so hard there's lots of great I've been making some nice things there's lots of I've I've got I've I bought a lot of pre-made um, meat replacement stuff, but um, mm-hmm. yeah. And early on, you'll do that too. So when you do first start, there are like, look, 
goodness gracious, there are so many great products out there. We went up to the property on the weekend and my mum and dad came up. So we actually purchased and they're definitely, you know, the meat veg and all that sort of thing. I'm wholly plant-based. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I do, whenever, I'm, whenever they come here or whatever, they only get what I feed them. But um, at um, Coles and Woolies, they have like the uh, Beyond Burger Patties and all that that are yes. all plant-based. They, yeah, they hoed in. Um, that actually made them a really nice um, equivalent of like a um, ham cheese and tomato jaffa or jaffel, whatever you want. To oh, really? Over. Yeah, no, they were down for that too. Dad quite enjoyed that one. I was a little bit surprised, but you know, there you go. So there are definitely heaps of different substitutes out there when you're still um, quite early in the piece, or even if you're just having a craving. Yeah, I don't find I was craving it. I just, because I'm cooking for me and then cooking for the rest of the family. family. Yeah. It's because I'm not eating that meal, there seems to be a lot of leftovers of that. So when when I'm really hungry, I open the fridge and there's that leftover whatever and it would be so (laughs) convenient to heat up and go, oh, I'm just going to have this. Um. Yeah, but the but some of the things I've tried, like the standout was fried green tomatoes, absolutely beautiful. I just yeah, and ever since I've made them, I've just been craving them, and I'm not even a big tomato eater, so I don't know what's <laughs> happened there. Um, and I bought some this week. I've bought some tofu to try and cook. I don't know. I'm sort of scared of it, but yeah. Yeah, there are a couple of different. Yeah, there's you can, or I've found you can do some, get some really nice, you know, things happening with tofu. And then other times I've had it and I've just gone, eh, nah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's definitely kept a, a hit and miss. I prefer um, the, the firmer sort of tofu where it's, you know, not that weird kind of. Soft. Yeah, I got yeah. the I got I picked firm today. I went to Family Life Organics and they had a good selection of things there um, that I wanted. So that I wanted to just have them try and things like that. But yeah, just getting out of that. Oh no, this you know you can just eat this. And I had I, one thing I am going to stop this week because I have been probably going a bit crazy. Is I've been having a lot of bread, which. In my old life, I don't eat that much bread. But because I've been already cut, like, in fact, I try to avoid it because it gives me quite a bit of stomach bloating. But I've been... Gives everybody a lot of stomach bloating. And I've just been waiting (laughs) for, like, because I'm like, no, I'm already making, I'm already doing this hard thing. So if I want a piece of toast, I'm having it. Like, (laughs) so, yeah, we're at that. Yep. So, um, yeah, I don't know how it's going to go, how long it'll last. I definitely haven't been perfect with it. Like occasionally I've, you know, John went out, it was very nice, and bought me some Nutalex instead of butter. Oh, good on him. And yeah. made pies. And- They're very easy to swap out, those ones. Yeah, and he made pies on the weekend, like beef and mushroom, and he made me leek and mushroom pies. But the pastry oh, wasn't vegan, him. but it was still, I thought, close enough when you were in this much in the beginning. So, gotcha. And you know what? Like, you can. Um, did you make your own pastry, or no? Did you... you bought um, frozen. 
So we just... Yeah, no, look, just the Coles pastry straight off the bat. There are so many things out there that are actually accidentally vegan Ooh. or accidentally plant-based. So you'll be surprised. I, I've said it, I think I think I said it in the early app, in the early episode. So there's that accidentally vegan app and it's a local couple here in Townsville. Um, it's their app. It's a small cost, obviously, to get it, but basically I take my phone shopping and you just scan the barcodes and they've done all the hard work for you. So if it says, you know, may contain, you know, milk or something or other, they actually call the company and find out one way or the other. It also tells you whether it's, you know, whether there's GM, you know, Ooh. genetic. It tells you the whole gamut you know if it's got palm oil or whatever like they've got the whole lot listed there it's really nice simple quick easy to use there are great little websites yeah but there's so much out there like you know the plain old um barbecue sauce I was having this conversation the other day with another person I went or family um I can't remember what we're, we're having something anyway and they had like the barbecue sauce. They're like, yeah, yeah, no, this is sweet. And like, oh no, but it's barbecue, you know, it's not big. And I'm like, no, actually, you know, I went flip with my phone. See, it is. Ha ha. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> There's one that I have in my fridge because when I do have, um, you know, I'll put it out there. I have um, the plant-based sausage rolls in my freezer because sometimes it's just easy to whack that, you know, when you want something that's a bit, you know, quick and mm-hmm. easy and yeah, so sausage roll with a bit of barbecue sauce. Yum, done. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, that. No, you've got. I don't know. I I'm all about easy. I've just yeah, but just just these things like oh, I'm really hungry this morning. Usually I'd have an egg. So yeah, but I, I haven't been. And but I was rather impressed. I made some. I did made a banana bread, and it was a packet mix one, and swapped out the eggs for. Um, uh, corn flour and water. So yeah. yeah, I felt very clever. Yeah, there are so many different. Yeah, no, brilliant. So I'm just going to keep going forward with a, for a bit longer, and I'm really liking. Like I'm coming up to that back two weeks of my period, so I'm hoping that I'll like I'll be interested to see. Sorry, you can hear my dog growling. <laughs> can be interested to. I'm interested to see how I feel with in relation to that as well. Yeah. I, yeah, just a little thing. Everyone, I've been, you know, a few people's like, "Oh, you're eating vegan? Is that a thing now?" I'm like, "No. It, well, it started off as a three day challenge, and I've just pushed it out. And yeah, because someone said to me, "I think you'll have to be on it a bit longer to see any benefit." And I thought, "Oh, they're probably right. So maybe I should just." Go. Well, my because mine obviously was you know rash related, lifestyle related, it was health related, and it was a couple two weeks, two weeks, and I saw changes. It was amazing. Well, and that's my my motivation. Yeah, I think I might um, yeah keep going and see how it goes. I definitely have better elimination. That's for sure. That's, that part is incredible. Um, and But my skin feels a little dry, so I'm not sure whether I'm, it's just the time of year, probably is that, or maybe I need to introduce some good fats. That's what I'm yep. thinking. So, yeah, a few of those little things. And I guess that that would be something I've just, yeah, I was like so interested in because when you look online, 
um, about people doing this, they're either, you know, still vegan and saying this, it was great, there was no side effects that were negative, blah, 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 or you get people who do it and don't keep to the, like, do it. I did it for a month and it was terrible or whatever and they had some negative experience. But I'm looking for to read about people who, um, yeah, what changes the bodies their body went through when they were doing it and how they felt so when I've done other uh lifestyle diets in the past like there's been times where I've done um like like Atkins or keto and stuff like that I'm very familiar with how you feel when you make those dramatic food changes and that there's it's very uh stereotypical you know day one you'll feel like this day three this happens day I'm just wondering if vegan it like veganism has a similar kind of process or is it just yeah you can you can be a healthy or an unhealthy vegan to say yeah <laughs> i'm sure because because you can look at it and go oh chips are vegan this is a like uh, yeah not... well this chips are yeah yeah <laughs> you'll be surprised how many have actually got milk like if you were talking potato crispy chips yeah you know the number that are actually, you just go, why? Why do potato chips, cold packet potato chips have milk? Yeah. But anyway, but they do. You, I'm you'd be thing. right. Yeah. I'd, it'd be those ones that are certain brands that, yeah, they like Pringles and Samboys and stuff where it's not actually just chip cut up, I'm thinking. <laughs> where they, they mush up a potato-like substance and then dry it and bake it and slice it up and shape it and, yeah, yeah, yeah they're the crazy for pink pringles and i'm like these are terrible like they're awful chips <laughs> they don't even taste like potato <laughs> they're like a potato like <laughs> substitute oh. Yeah. oh well that's okay i'm glad i'm i won't miss those too much then <laughs> 